cash demand underpinned feeder cattle futures last week, while domestic beef demand remains resilient in the face of inflation. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 19th of July, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Feeder cattle features closed an average of $2.31 higher week-to-week on Monday, supported by looming tighter supplies and strong cash demand. Last week's massive sell-off in the grain complex added loft. Grain markets melted down beneath the weight of bearish, volatile outside markets and the climbing U.S. dollar. Corn futures closed an average of $0.17.8 lower in new crop contracts week-to-week on Monday, and soybean futures closed an average of $0.22 cents lower, and that was with a bounce higher to start the week. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, explains, The seasonal trends for summer are for yearling cattle prices to strengthen while the price for freshly weaned calves begins to decline. Prices do appear to be following the seasonal tendency, he says, but the question is if they will continue to do so. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $3 a hundredweight higher last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Despite the holiday-shortened week, receipts were heavy. 626,700 head via auction, direct, and video internet due to video sales specials featuring large drafts and high quality. AMS analysts note demand was strongest for heavier weights as buyers aim for winter month futures prices. Griffith explains declining cattle numbers are supportive, but drought continues to push more heifers to feedlots and more cows to slaughter, elevating beef production beyond expectations for a while yet. All of these factors are competing against each other to determine calf and feeder cattle prices, Griffith says. He adds that there's no doubt feeder cattle prices will break out to the upside, but the question to answer is the exact timing of that breakout. Prices will most likely continue to inch higher as the market attempts to maneuver through the current struggles, he says. In Cattle Market Notes Weekly, Josh Maples, Extension Livestock Economist at Mississippi State University, points out year-to-date stalker and feeder cattle auction receipts were about 3% less than the same time last year. While the drop in auction receipts for this year is one indicator of tighter supplies, the mix of steers and heifers is also of interest, Maples says. He explains the percentage of heifers in the auction mix has ticked higher in recent years, which is another signal that herd expansion is not occurring. 
according to Maples, the average weekly heifer percentage of auction receipts is 44% so far this year. For reference, he explains the average is 39% during the first six months of 2015 when the U.S. herd was in a rapid expansion phase and more heifers were being retained for breeding. This Friday's USDA cattle report should provide more clarity to the number of calves born this year. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices trended seasonally lower last week. Live prices were steady in the Southern Plains at $137 hundredweight, steady to $4 lower in Nebraska at $140 to $145, and $3 to $5 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $143.50 to $145. Dress prices were $2 lower in Nebraska at $230, and $2 to $4 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $228 to $230. The five-area direct-fed steer price was $2.23 lower on a live basis last week at $142.12 a hundredweight. The average steer price in the beef was $2.74 lower at $2.29.48. Lower cash prices helped pressure live cattle futures an average of $0.57 lower week-to-week on Monday from $0.35 to a dollar lower. The exception was $0.17 higher in near October. The price of finished cattle will struggle to push higher during the heat of the summer as slaughter rates remain strong and beef movement slows, Griffith says. He explains softer finished cattle prices, along with higher feeder cattle prices and feed prices, will certainly put a strain on cattle feeder cash flow, but profit expectations for cattle being placed in the near term hold significant promise for profits. USDA's Economic Research Service increased the forecast average five area direct fed steer price for this year $1.20 compared to the previous month to $141.30 a hundredweight in the monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. That was based on prices reported in the second quarter and expected packer demand strength in the third quarter. Prices were forecast to be $139 in the third quarter and $145 in the fourth quarter. The annual expected average fed steer price for next year was unchanged at $153. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 677,000 head was 84,000 more than the previous holiday shortened week. Total estimated year-to-date cattle slaughter of 18.2 million head was 211,000 head more or 1.2% more than last year. Estimated year-to-date beef production of 15 billion pounds was 153.5 million pounds more, or 1% more. Choice wholesale beef prices remain resilient and supportive. Choice box beef cutout value is $2.41 higher week-to-week on Monday at $270.55 a hundredweight. 
Select was 34 cents lower at 242.66. Griffith points out consumers are facing the highest inflation rates in a half a century, and discretionary spending is being gobbled up by the cost of necessities. In the short run, he says, this situation appears negative. However, the longer run outlook looks favorable as the quantity of beef available is sure to decline with a smaller calf crop as cows and heifers continue to enter the slaughter mix. Griffith expects wholesale beef prices to likely flounder the next several weeks, but says prices aren't expected to weaken much. He adds that packer profits will certainly decline as leverage shifts to the cattle feeder. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 19th of July, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmore. Thanks for listening.